everybody. Welcome to episode number 28 of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant, and sitting across the table from me is... Cody Hager. The Culture Shock Podcast is a podcast where we talk about life, universe, and everything that matters, and some things that don't. This week, we will be talking about... Star Wars. The Rise of Skywalker, and so much more. So much more. So, Cody. Tyler. Where have we been? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we just had a few technical difficulties. Um, nothing too crazy. Um, yeah. But just like Palpatine in Episode Nine, we rise from the ashes of the Death Star. Amen. And we are back just like that. So episode twenty-eight: The Return of Culture Shock Podcast. I think okay, that should be the the name of this one, right? There we go. The Rise of the Culture Shock Podcast. Rise or Return. With, I mean, the rise goes... Revenge. <laughs> okay. Revenge of the Culture Shock Podcast. Fun fact, if you did not know that, episode six was Revenge of the Jedi for a while until George Lucas thought revenge isn't the Jedi way. Truth. So it was returned and changed to that. So what's been up with you? I know what's been up, but the listeners may not because they haven't heard us in a while because of our technical difficulties. Yeah, technical difficulties. Lots of them. Um, nothing really. Uh, Sarah and I are still expecting our boy. They're still still a baby. Yeah, still a baby. That's pretty much it. I mean, we only went to a different country. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, we, we, we've been kind of busy, actually. And technical difficulties. A lot of technical, lot difficulties. Of technical difficulties. Um, That's why we haven't been recording. That's it. Um, But, Cody, I have two questions for you, which you just answered one. What have you been up to? Yeah. But the second question for you, before we get into our deep delve into the Star Wars world. Delve. Delve. That's the right word, right? I thought you were going to say dive, but delve. Deep dive. I like yeah, deep dive. That works. Who is your favorite Star Wars character, and why is it Obi-Wan Kenobi? <laughs> well, it's Jar Jar Binks, because... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fun fact. I don't know if I told you this or not. No. Ahmad Best, who played Jar Jar, yeah. he's coming back on Disney+. Plus to host a Trials of the Temple Jedi Challenge. You're kidding me. <laughs> which is like Legends of the Hidden Temple, the, the show on Disney, or Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. but with kids doing Star Wars stuff. And it's going to be canon. It's going to be an actual like part of how kids train to be Jedi. Yeah. I think it's a cool redemption. Yeah. But who's your favorite Star Wars character? Oh, that's a tough question. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like Obi-Wan is your pretty basic response. Like, yeah. You know, he, he's in the most of the movies. Um Honestly, Luke though, like he's just like the really? classic Star Wars character. He's a little moody, okay. a lot moody. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, Luke is great. I mean, Basic. He, when you think of Star Wars and you think of a human character, you think mm-hmm. of Luke and Han and Leia. Really, I mean, that's either Luke or Darth Vader. I mean, you can't get better than that. It's true, but Obi Wan Kenobi and Ewan McGregor's performance is just—it's it's the best part of the prequels. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And I mean, I think he's my favorite character. And coming close second isn't either of the ones you said either. It's Ahsoka Tano. Really? I think she comes in second. You're not talking about movies right here, though. No, I'm just talking about Star Wars characters in general. In general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you watched all the Clone Wars, you would know why. And then her coming back for Rebels and JJ hinting at her showing up in Episode Nine. I don't think it, would it happen. I don't know. Uh. Which we'll get into that in just a second. But before then, if you want to go do us a favor and go give us a like and a review. On the Apple Podcast Store, we would very or much subscribe it. or subscribe, not just like, yeah, because <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, I, I don't podcast. know what I was saying. I, just, <laughs> I haven't done this in a long time. I don't remember what we're technical difficulties. But hey, we still have some Culture Shock stickers if you want one. Oh, we do still have a few. We do. Go give us a like or what am I saying? Like, <laughs> am I a YouTuber now? <laughs> like and subscribe. Turn the notification bell on. Um, but go give us a review. Subscribe. Screenshot it. Tag us on Instagram. We will send you a Culture Shock sticker Promise. at our own expense 
We really will. Yes, we'll do it. We really will. Just simply go and do that. So, Cody, what are we talking about today? Drumroll, please. We are talking about the end of the Skywalker saga that is coming to theaters this weekend. You may be listening to this the day it comes out. We are recording on Tuesday, December the 17th. Mm-hmm. So we are three days away from release. Last night was the world premiere of Rise of Skywalker in L.A. So we have some early reviews that we're going to be talking about in just a second. But our original plan for the month of December was to be Star Wars Month. So today we're going to do Star Wars Month in an hour. <laughs> think we can do it? No. I don't <laughs> no. think we can either. No. <laughs> we There's no way we'll cover all we want to cover because there is just so much stuff within the Star Wars universe that I can just talk through. Yeah. And. We're going to get into all of it. You know, we got a lot to cover. I'm just curious for you because I don't think we've ever talked about it. When did you first watch Star Wars and which movie was it? That's all I remember is being a kid, like elementary age, young elementary age, okay. and watching the prequels at my house. Like, okay, so you started with prequels. I started with the prequels, yes. Um, I, I may have actually watched the original trilogy on VHS before that. I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember watching the prequels at my house, owning them all on DVD, and then going in 2005, was Revenge of the Sith? Or four, I can't remember. Um, I think it was one of those. Yeah. To, with my dad to the theaters and seeing that one. So I grew up on the prequels. Okay. So I have a, a I like the prequels more than a lot of people do just because they were in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what's yours? Uh, so whenever Revenge of the Sith came out, there was a ton of marketing behind it, and we never watched them growing up. Really? Ever. No, no, no. So my sister kind of got interested, I think, and uh, she bought VHS of, of 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. So we watched both of those, and then we went back and watched 4, 5, and 6, and okay. then watched 3 in the theaters, I want to say. Okay. So we weird did get viewing order. It was very weird. Weird viewing order. But, you know, 1 and 2, you're like, this is kind of weird, and then we get to 4. Yeah. You just, you know, oh, it's fantastic. Man, I've always... Yeah. I've always, as long as I remember, I've loved Star Wars. It's always been my favorite. I go back and I would watch the the Genosis battle in Episode Two over and over again. The the General Grievous battle in Episode Three with Obi Wan, and then the the, the final um, clash between Obi Wan and Anakin. Man, I have those scenes memorized because I've seen them so many times. Oh yeah, so um, good. They're just so iconic to me, and that's that's one of the reasons why I love Star Wars so much now is because of just how I was raised on those movies and. Uh, just the exposure I had to it at such a young age. Yeah. Um, I remember I was in high school, and we were going to go do a Star Wars marathon at our buddy's Col- Coulter's house. We had like 10 of us over. We got an hour into episode one and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it, it's hard for a bunch of high schoolers like to keep an attention span on just something for like 12 hours for six movies. Yeah. So we went outside and I think we blew up an axe can that night or something instead. Um, high school thing. High school things. <laughs> yeah. um, but Star Wars is such an iconic thing for me. Um, so this weekend with Rise of the Skywalker coming out, Rise of Skywalker, not the Skywalker. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> the Rise um, of the Skywalker. There's a whole lot of hype around it. Yeah. How hyped are you for this movie in comparison to other movies in the past? Avengers, other Star Wars movies, like where is this rank? I, I've been, I, I don't know. That's a tough question because I've been hyped about it, yeah, for a while since we've known it's you know going to yeah. be coming out in December, and the trailers have been coming out. They they get you so excited. These yeah. trailers are so good. I don't know who they hired to do all Unreal. this, but they're so they, good. John Williams, I think, composed scores just, just for, for the, the trailers. trailers. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, and the score is fantastic. One of my favorites, just on the trailer. Yes, it's um, so good. It, it makes you emotional. It does. It, it brings in themes from like the main theme and like mm-hmm. Imperial March theme and just all these themes pulled in with what was the word I used yesterday? I don't Very know. orchestral. Like, yes, not a word. <laughs> it's not, but it just it's so big. Yeah, yeah. And then the trailer that they had where they showed clips from each movie mm, and each yeah. generation. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. But um, I am super hyped about it. I gotta say it, it's up there. I will say this. I was really hyped about The Last Jedi before, Same. and I think that's part of the reason I was so, so burned down. on it. Yeah, There are a lot of reasons for that, but um, I'm trying to temper my expectations just a little bit. I, I'm t- I don't know if I can, but I'm glad that the hype is in the mainstream again because the hype for Force Awakens was unreal, literally, like, huge. Last yeah. Jedi, same thing, and then uh, people... Have you know, so split. And then Rogue One and Solo. No, and Solo was after Last Jedi. But Rogue One was in between. And there was right? still hype for it. But yeah. there was no hype for Solo. It bombed at the box office and, you know, Disney standards. Bombed. <laughs> still, <laughs> still made like $600 million. Still made a lot of money. <laughs> um, so I was I was nervous if people were going to be excited about Episode Nine, But from what I've seen, I think the hype is there. And Star Wars is just so saturated in the market right now, especially with Galaxy's Edge opening at Disney World and Disneyland. It's, there's just so much Star Wars in the media, and people are insanely hyped. And I think – I don't know if I'm, I'm more hyped about this or if I was about Endgame. I'm, I'm, I'm really close between the two because Endgame, we were on a different level. We were so pumped for it. But Rise of Skywalker – I'm still I'm more excited for this just I think for, I am, for different reasons. I'm more excited about the movie and the story, but just my hype level was so high for Endgame. Because Endgame, you had twenty, what twenty three? Yeah, I don't know the number, but the successive movies within ten years to build up to this one it, that was done so well. Star Wars has been over the course of forty, 40 years, years almost seventy seven. Yeah, so it, it's just a different kind because it's taken different iterations yeah. for every generation. Yep. So this is the end of the story for this generation, yep. and it's going to be sad, and it's going to be great, hopefully, and from what we've seen. From what the, the reviews, do you want to go ahead and hit those now, or do you want to do it at the end? I will save it for the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, but before, we are going to go through our ranking of Star Wars movies today, because of course you have to, because are you a Star Wars fan if you don't have a ranking of the movies? But before that, what are some story points that you want to see, you think, or we're, we're going to see, or that have stood out to you from the trailer? Okay, so a couple of things. I think you and I have just discussed this in general. Um, well, we got to come back around to raise parentage, I think. Yeah. I, I think that's a necessary thing. Even if it's just addressed within a two-minute little, uh, you know, uh, scene. I don't yeah. know. It has to be something where where it gives a little bit of closure you, on Ray's parentage. Do you think it's going to be a good payoff, or is it going to be kind of like a really let, big letdown? Like For Jedi? me, it doesn't matter, uh, because I don't feel like, even re-watching Last Jedi and trying to look at it from a, you know, like, uh, just common sense approach, like, approach, it doesn't seem to make sense. Like, yeah. Kylo Ren essentially just dismisses it, and it doesn't make sense to me, so and I don't know. Because I was watching Force Awakens last night, and remember when Kylo throws his temper tantrum? Yeah, and then at the v- end of it, they said they were accompanied by a girl. He said, "What girl?" and force chokes the admiral of the Force Order. Mm-hmm. There's something significant behind Ray besides a, a nobody. Yeah, yeah, and I think the Last Jedi did pull its little trick of like, hey, you know, it doesn't all have to be 
generations uh, of like you know it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. this person's son like Luke is Darth Vader and Darth Vader then had a child yeah. and then you know it doesn't have to be that and I get that point but there has to be some kind of connection exactly because everything in Star Wars is connected that's the whole point you've yeah. got a universe or a galaxy that is so massive and so many worlds but it all comes back together and yeah like it, that's the point of the that's the so point of the Skywalker saga is we're so fixated on this story of people. Uh, yeah, so we don't just bring a random person in because the Force force just got attracted to her for no yeah. real reason on some random And I, w- I, w- I think we would have stayed with that if Ryan would have directed Episode Nine. Probably. I really do. But and I, I think I would have been okay with that. It, but knowing that JJ's coming back, I feel like he had a specific idea. Yes. So, well, it, I, I, with I'm Episode 7, he that. definitely had an idea he wanted to go with. And then... Ryan Johnson, uh, Ryan Johnson, the movie for sure. Yeah, he did. Um, is Hayden Christensen coming back for this one? Uh, yeah, he will. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, like that's almost been 100% confirmed, right? I, uh, all but, yes. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be fan service upon fan service. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But as far as like with the early reviews, um, but as far as other things that we want to see, what are you thinking? I, dude, I. I don't know. I haven't. I've not thought about like a plot of what I want to see from this yet. Um, I want to see just the most intense last battle that we've we've ever seen, and I don't know yeah. how we want to see it because we've seen all the Imperial Star Destroyers come up, Palpatine's undead army or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I want this to be the biggest payoff of a battle in every way. And you talked about it a few days ago. You think it's going to be a, a, a multiple. Happen, scenes going yeah, on. Yeah, multiple things happening at the same yeah. time. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I kind of want to see Force Ghost Anakin fight Palpatine. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. I don't know either, but um, that would be interesting. <laughs> it would be very interesting <laughs> to see. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what else. With that last really battle, see. I really want to see like scale. I think back to um, just different battles. Yeah. In in the movies, like beginning of episode three, the scale of that battle yeah. is so massive. Yeah. And then episode five at the beginning on Hoth. Mm-hmm. Think about how massive that battle even felt. Yeah. Just that you had the walkers and then you had them in space and they had to figure out how to get through. And yeah. All this stuff like something like that because then with The Last Jedi, you had one ship chasing another. I, and it just didn't there was make not enough, any sense. The battles were just not big enough and in it The Last Jedi. Yeah, and then they ended up down on... on, on Crate. Yes. Yeah. And it was just them facing off one against another, and yeah. it, it just didn't. It didn't feel like an empire versus a, a rebel. No, rebels. it felt like it felt like thirty people chasing fifteen. Like a faction of the first order against a pocket of the resistance, and that's all it was. That's all it really was. It was. It felt like a much smaller story than a Star Wars. Yeah, and then you look at Rogue One with this huge battle as well. Oh, that that was fantastic. Yes, yeah. the stakes were high, and it was huge scale. Yeah. Now, as far as getting into just some more of the story points and how I think they're going to direct maybe the entire story of Star yeah. Wars going forward, we've talked about this too, that I think that Palpatine coming back is yeah. going to be you know kind of the culmination of the Sith yeah. or, or the dark side, however yeah. you want to call it. And then Rey is the culmination of the light side. And you've talked about, I think, how the title even, Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker could be a new type of exactly. in-between or whatever. Yeah. But whatever it is, it's going to come down to that. Like that, It's always going to be a battle from good and evil, especially with J.J. There's not going to be much gray yeah. area. But Kylo, I think, in the end, will be the deciding factor. I do, too. I think he will be that middle piece of Rey is trying to do what's good with the light side. Palpatine's the dark fully. And it's, it's about the Skywalker saga. And who is the Skywalker in the story? It's Kylo. Yeah. 
So I think he's going to be such that that pivotal piece. That would be super interesting to see <sighs> if, it, and yeah, it's going to be interesting. Okay, <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about. We'll talk more about in a minute. Bit. Uh, we got to rank our movies because that's going to be a minute. I've been listening to a podcast where they spend an hour and a half ranking each movie. We're spending an hour <laughs> ranking all movies and talking about Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, we can do it. I'm not worried. Bless it. Um, so instead of going from 10 to 1, we're going to be going from 1 to 10 because everybody knows what our number 1 is because it is our favorite movie of all time, so there's no question in that. We'll talk through it, and then we will go through and rank our movies. From best to worst. From best so to that's worst. That's what we mean by that. 1 yes. to 10. Thank you for specifying. Yes. So number 1, Empire, Empire Strikes Back. Yep, Empire, best movie. I mean, yeah. it's when's the last time you watched Empire? A couple months ago. I okay, think. it's yeah. been about a year for me. I, I w- going back trying to rewatch some stuff before the rise of Skywalker. Like, I want to watch that just for the, yeah. like to get this is what Star Wars is about. Um, yeah, and it it came into you know it's it's the first sequel of the Star Wars saga. And you, you are you going to get the sequel problem of a weak story? Like, what's going to happen? But they came and they just well, I don't know if there was a sequel problem at that time. Like that set the bar for all sequels for the rest of time. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) Like because you, I can't even remember. I I don't know movies from the fifties as well. But it wasn't fifties and sixties. You just kind of had one-off movies. Yeah, and you know you had James Bond at that time, um, still kind of coming up. And and I don't know. This was like the definitive what a sequel Sequel. should be. And they pulled it off so well. Yeah, I was thinking through like think of the iconic characters that are introduced in Episode Five. Yoda, Boba Fett, the Emperor, Lando Calrissian, they're all introduced in episode five. the Emperor's not even in episode four. No, the first time you see him is in episode five. Wow. You get all these iconic characters brought in through this episode. You get one of the greatest openings hours in a movie with the Battle of Hoth. Um, You get these iconic characters like the Wampa and the Tauntaun coming in at the very beginning. No explanation needed whatsoever either. Mm -mm. (laughs) Um, This incredible love story between Han and Leia. Like, so well done. This tension mm-hmm. that's just built up. Even whenever Han, you, th- you think, dies, yeah. there's this still tension in their love, but it's just so well done. One of the greatest reveals in cinematic history. Yeah. And and one of the prettiest looking, one of the best looking Star yeah. Wars movies, slash movies, I think. Yeah. If you go back and watch it, you know, you may have a certain vision in your mind of like episode four, mm-hmm. even six, but five is stands alone. Yeah. It's like just imagery and it's it's beautiful. Um, the bad guys win at the very end, which is a complete subversion of expectations. Subverting expectations, <laughs> man. The movie has everything. Yeah. It's, no. um, it's, it's, it's one of the most, it's one of our perfect movies. If yeah. there's any weak point in it for me, it's not weak. It's Dagobah. It, I, every now and then I get kind of bored in the Dagobah scenes, but mm-hmm. it's still so well done because you get these iconic lines from Yoda, this awesome cave scene where Luke goes in. and Well, and then us coming from the orig- or, uh, prequel trilogy, too, where we watched that first, we knew who Yoda was. That's so true. So anyone going into it, watching that for the first time, you're introduced to this character of Yoda. Yeah. And he's just a weird guy at first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I get the point of it Yeah. if you're looking back through it. And then like, I think Yoda says something after all this, like, I can't do it, Ben. Like, I, I can't train this kid. He's untrainable. He's unteachable. Um, and then he turns on. He's a Jedi Master. He's not yeah. this crazy hermit. Um, but if there's any movie that you need to see as a Star Wars fan, it's this one. Like, or if just ne- as a person. That's what I mean. If you've, <laughs> if you've never seen a Star Wars movie and you want to watch one, watch Empire. 
don't you think? Yeah, no, I, I completely... I say I completely agree, but I almost feel like you should just watch New Hope and then... New Hope, yeah, I guess. Because you, you do need that, but just watch all ten of them. Okay, that's, that's be real. Um, yeah. So, anything else you want to say about Empire before we move on? Um, just, it's great. Everybody kind of knew, uh, you know, if you've listened to our other episodes, you know that that's one of our favorites. Yeah, I mean, we could so. do a scene-for-scene scene breakdown, but we don't have the time. We should. Um, <laughs> moving into number two is where we're going to go ahead and start getting a little... A little bit of differing opinions. Yeah, we already kind of split on this one. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see all you of You want to go first? Yeah. Mine is actually re- episode three, Revenge of the Sith. The best prequel. Everybody will agree with that. I mean, there's no question that that is the best prequel. Yeah. Um, it's the dark, one of the darkest Star Wars movies, maybe the darkest Star Wars movie. I watched it again uh, three days ago, and it is very dark. Um, but it is a very iconic movie to my childhood. I can quote almost the whole movie. So many great scenes um and then you have you mcgregor just giving one of the best performances as obi-wan kenobi i love revenge of the Sith. it still has its cringy moments it, it does <laughs> it, there definitely is cringe in there it's not a perfect movie i will definitely agree with that but it is the one if i if i want to go watch a star wars movie it's usually the one i put on really yeah i don't i, I love episode three that's so weird. I know. I mean, no, it, uh, it's not weird that you like it. It's just weird that you would pick yeah. that one yeah. to uh, turn on when you want to watch a Star Wars movie. I, it's it's because I was raised with the prequels. Yeah. I th- when I think of Star Wars, I think of the prequels. Okay. If I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. If The Rise of Skywalker has some kind of finality that Episode 3 did, even though Episode 3 is nowhere near a perfect movie, yeah. I'd be okay with that. What, what do you mean? Like, if just looking at the similarities of these trilogies, yeah. the prequel and then the sequel trilogy that we're in yeah. now, if if the last, what am I trying to say? Not the the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker were somewhat equal to even Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Like, as far as just movie quality yeah, in general. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be better. I but see. still, it, it just ended the, the trilogy fine. Yeah. So. I, I love Revenge of the Sith. The best lightsaber battle in all of Star Wars at the yeah, very end. Yeah. So much emotion. Such an awful romance, still. I mean, oh, it's <laughs> terrible. Like Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman, I, I like both them both. Individual great actor, great. Yeah, they have no chemistry. And I don't know if it's because of George, you know, f- faster or whatever he's what faster with more energy. Yeah, just he not, didn't direct it, but still, <laughs> but still, he's a, he has a part good. of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For Revenge of the Sith, it has a special place in my heart. Okay. All right. and we can talk about it a little bit more when we get to it on your list. Um, and you can talk about your highlights of it. Spoiler alert, it's going to be a little while. It's going to be a second. <laughs> um, so what's your number two? Number two for me is uh, New Hope, episode great, four. Great choice. Yeah, Star Wars. It, it, it's Star a basic Wars. choice, you know, boring. but it is a good, just a good Absolutely. Movie. It's so good. Oh, I, just the scenes and, and, the, and the music and everything. I could watch that movie and I mean, for it eternity. Was, yeah. Uh, I mean, could you imagine if you were in college in 1977 or high school or just whatever, and you go and you see Star Wars for the first time? Do you think you would have liked it? For the first time watching it? Yeah. Yeah. I I really, really would have. I just want to remind you, too, the differences in what had just happened in the like. So, like, in 1976, here are the most popular movies in no particular order. Carrie. Okay. <laughs> Taxi Driver, Rocky, okay. All the President's Men, The Outlaw Josie Wells, which is a Clint Eastwood film, Marathon Man, another Clint Eastwood film. Like, it, it's just, there's not 
there's not much there. Rocky was fantastic. Yeah. Taxi Driver is a, but th- that's the state of movies at that time. Yeah. These were like gritty. And then the next year, you come out with a space opera. A space opera with with the force and lightsabers and and it's just silly spaceships. at times. Not it, silly, but hard to believe if you were coming from all the president's men. Like know. you know. So. Something completely different, but yeah. this is such an iconic movie. Yes, it's another one. I've probably seen it almost the most. I've seen episode four so many times. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there's just so many parts about it that are so excellent. You get Luke in the beginning with Tatoo at Tatooine, just being a idiot kid, like wanting to go yeah. pick up power converters. Want to go with me, friends? Pick up power converters at Tashi Station. Yes. Want <laughs> to make friends? Is that the new line? I don't know. <laughs> Um, and then you introduce the old Ben, go to Moss Eisley, you meet Han. God, so that's just the beginning of it. There's so many. I'm just thinking of the shot with him, like frustrated, staring at the Devil Sun sunset mm-hmm. on Tatooine. Oh, I know, so good. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, could not recommend that one more because it is it is Star Wars. Yeah, watch that and Empire if you're gonna just not watch any Star Wars. Yeah. Those two. Uh, go ahead and hit your number three. Number three for me, finishing out original trilogy is Return of the Jedi. I looked at yours and I said you're boring. I don't care if it's boring. Those three movies are you, some of the do best. Do you really think Return of the Jedi is the third greatest Star Wars movie of all time? Like, legitimately. I wouldn't have put it on there if I didn't think that. <laughs> I mean, I do like Return of the Jedi. Yes. I, it, I genuinely think that is the third best Star Wars movie of all time. Okay. I, why? Because it ends that original trilogy so perfectly. You don't know what's happened. Do you remember in the time in between the original trilogy and... 1999. Yes. How much, uh, like, just different books, and comics, and, and yeah. everything came the, out. The ex- what was it? The expanded universe. Expanded the universe, is what they call it now, I guess, or, or it legends. was the EU. Now it's legends. Yeah. So th- that left so many people wanting so much more of the universe, but still feeling a, a sense yeah. of like the story is complete. That's how you know you did it well. Like there were hundreds of books. I'm pretty yeah. sure that uh, individual original books. Yeah. And stories that came out of that thinking this is what Luke did afterwards. This is how he did the, you know, Jedi Academy and all this stuff yeah. and how they restarted the, so it just blew my mind. I don't know. That movie is fantastic. It is. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you that it's a great movie. Yeah. I love it, but I don't think it's definitely not my third favorite. It, it hits on a lot of the same themes. Death Star 2 coming back. Yeah. I will admit that is one of the worst parts, but I mean, Th- then again, that's the problem with force awakens. And yeah. Like, <laughs> just coming I'm back. Looking at my list now. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. we got a lot of the same themes yeah. <laughs> coming up. Okay. Anyway. But yeah. Return of the Jedi is great. A lot of people will knock the Ewoks at the end, but I, I like them. How do you knock an Ewok? I, like, I know, they right? are fantastic. But even the lightsaber fight and, and, and everything with Darth Vader at the end, it's just really, really good. Name three uh, Ewoks right now. No. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Wicket, Logray, Paplu. Uh, it sounds like you're saying words Chirpa. in reverse. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, but it, it's a great finale. It, yeah. it closes the story out very well. And then you get the reshoots of at the very end when they destroy the Death Star and they're, they're Gungans celebrating in that boo at the end. Do you, do you remember oh, that's those reshoots? In the, uh, th- that's only when they re-released it in, on DVD. On Blu-ray, yeah. yeah. I think it's hilarious addition to those. It is. And, and you get Hayden Christensen like superimposed back in over Anakin. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Luke's looking at this guy like, who are you? Which doesn't make any sense because they had just shown the reveal of him, yeah. like his face, yep. and they used that actor. I know. Yeah. Which it makes sense because that's what, you know, Anakin, that's who he was. And then he's only Anakin for a few minutes before he dies. So that was your number three. My number three, yep. do you have anything else to say about no, no, Jedi? No, no. 
Yep, go ahead. Uh, my number three, um, it's the same as your number four, so we'll go ahead and say that so we can talk about it here. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Ooh, a movie that came out of nowhere. Literally. I mean, it's the Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Good, that's good. why they did that, and that's why they don't have a crawl at the beginning, and yeah. that's why it's called that, yeah. because it was the Rogue One. I know, but it was just, it sounded like a dad joke when you said it. That, it was what they really meant. One of the reasons <laughs> they didn't have a crawl at the beginning as well is because this movie was based on a crawl. Oh yeah, because it's based off episode four crawls episodes, and we mean like the the words yes. crawling on the screen with the talk. space background. Yeah, because yeah. the the crawl episode four is about the rebel spies who infiltrated the Death Star plans. Yeah, we got those. Something that is one line and in they the made beginning a whole of movie episode about. four. Oh, An excellent so movie that went through so many reshoots. Did it? Yeah, I don't remember there was that. a huge controversy about it, and um, if you remember the trailer, there's a shot where Jen comes face to face with a Tie Fighter. Oh yeah, never in the movie. Well, <laughs> a lot of things like that happened, but it, a great movie came out of it. Yeah, it, it is really really good. Um, watching it from, I don't know, it has a good build to it because at the beginning you're kind of just dropped in once yeah. again. You're like, well, I don't know what's happening. By yeah. the end, everything flows so nicely, yeah. um, and especially that last scene. And you you really get this feel of the sacrifice of war. Yeah, you you feel like oh, there's a weight to this rebellion. Yeah. Yeah, and with Disney coming on board with Star Wars and wanting to do different things, I think this is the representation of the one of the best cases scenario, best case scenarios yeah. of what can happen. So mm-hmm. being one of the worst, probably, yeah. but th- this is perfect. It's a human story of a big universe and how everybody is working together. Yeah. So I yeah. thought it was great. Fixes one of the biggest plot holes in Star Wars: how they let this little hole be open where you can destroy the Death Star, mm-hmm. but Galen Erso designed it that way. Yeah. Um. And then, like you said, the last scene. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> yeah. Vader coming in, boarding party. Wasn't that added at the end, too? I think like so. After like a week before release. Yeah. I think they One went One of the best decisions it. anyone's ever made. Incredible. <laughs> and then when you see, you know, the Rebels running through the bridge or the um, hallway of the ship, and you're like, is this going to lead us up to episode four? Because you hear the sirens going on. Yeah. And they're running, and they're, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, what is going to happen? And mm-hmm. then you go, and you see Leia. A form, of Leia. a form of Leia. <laughs> You're right, a form of Leia. Yeah. And then, it, I mean, seamlessly, episode four. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That was such a cool perfect. ending. Because they're they're in the chase, right? In episode yeah. four, that's the first thing that happens, yeah. the chase. Yeah. And uh, they're shooting lasers or whatever at, at yeah. each other. Oh, it's it, so it's good. It's funny if you watch it through that light, because Vader, like, he's talking to Leia, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just on a diplomatic mission to Alder, from Alderaan. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. He's like... No, you're not. We were just in the middle of a battle over Scarif. I just watched you pull away. Yes. <laughs> I love uh, it. But then even just the story with um, Jen and, and yeah. I can't remember the other guy's name. Cassian. Yes, Cassian. And how that one ends and, and it like they die on the planet. Spoiler alert. I know. And um, it is just a perfect, because it's not all happy endings. Like you said, the cost of war. And then just Cheer Imway was a, a great one. I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me, him and Baze. And then the line, whenever he gets the bag placed over his head, he's like, I'm blind. Why yeah. would you? I think that was improvised. It had some of the funniest lines. That and then uh, the droid. K2SO? Yeah. Um, what would you do without me with my Star Wars knowledge over here? I, you just have names. I, I can't remember anything. Um, my number four is Rogue One. Uh, is uh, Come on now. The New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> is a new hope. So we've already hit on that one. And then our number five is actually the same. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Which Boom. I started watching last night. And I was just watching right before we started to record. Um, w- once again, a 
very well done movie that hits on a lot of the same themes as episode four does, but I think does really well with JJ going back and using practical effects and bringing in a great new cast of heroes. Yeah, I, there are a lot of faults with with every Star Wars movie yeah. after the original trilogy. You can nitpick, um, but yeah, I think he did one of the best jobs as far as introducing a whole. I won't say new story, but new characters, mm-hmm. a new feel. Um, yeah, just everything kind of new, but still Star yeah. Wars, which was the only goal of that movie. Yeah, absolutely. I think my favorite part, honestly, is the new cast. Yeah. I love Daisy Ridley, John B. Boyega, Oscar Isaac. They're so they're so good. Yeah, their, their chemistry is really great. Um, they couldn't have cast that much better. No, they, they, they could not have. No. Um, favorite part about Force Awakens? Me? Yeah. Oh, gosh, you put me on the spot. Favorite scene? Favorite scene. You're going to give me a sec. I mean, the fight in the woods at the end okay. it is really, really good. Something about that fight is so good. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of really memorable you know they moments. Did, they did that in a soundstage? I'd believe it. They yeah. created that whole environment in a soundstage. It'd probably be easier. The lighting in there kind of makes mm-hmm. you think that. But that and then the opening on uh, Jakku. Jakku. Yeah. Everything about that where they get into the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, that's g- one of the best ones. Okay, when they're they're running, you know, that, that's a uncle junk, and then their ship gets destroyed. The, the junk will do, or the yeah. garbage will do. Yeah, and then the whole crowd just erupts because they see the Falcon. And then I, I was watching it last night, and I couldn't take my eyes away from it during the scene whenever they're being chased by the two Tie Fighters, and Finn's gun gets jammed in forward position. Mm-hmm. So they do that move where Ray like, goes into neutral, the ship flips over. Finn shoots in that neutral position, and then she punches it at the very end. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Oh, where man. Where they're fighting, where the, you know, the uh, supercarriers or whatever yeah. are on the ground and over the battlefield, right? Where they fly through Yeah, they're them. flying through the yeah. destroyers and everything. Yeah. Um, oh. Star Destroyers. Yes. So good. But, you no, know, it is really good. Yeah, I, I, that's, it's a perfect five for me on this list. So they're 10 yeah, movies th- out. Right in the right middle. Now. I think it's yeah. right there. It's, it's great. And now we take a turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a turn. Well. What's your number six? My number six, unpopular for you is Revenge of the Sith. <sighs> okay. Out of all the movies that I consider not great in Star Wars, it's the best. Oh. Does that make I you feel any you better? I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay. <laughs> I feel like I really hurt your feelings. No, I mean, I get it. That's, that's a lot of people's opinions. I, I, I grew up on these two, but going back and watching it, man, it's tough. I, I just can't. It's so fun, though. The, like, you're just hoping to make it to the end of that movie. There are some great moments along the way. Obi-Wan fighting Grievous. Um, even the opening scene is one of the so good, best yeah. with them finally doing some real life. So what's bad about it? The acting. Okay, get over <laughs> it. The pacing, the dialogue. <laughs> yes, I know the dialogue. The story is, is jumbled together. Jar Jar plays such an important role in bringing the that entire galaxy two. down. That was an episode two. No, but he's the one who does the vote in episode three <laughs> to make him the supreme chancellor or whatever. I'm Jar Jar confirmed. <laughs> So there are a lot of problems with it, <laughs> but there are so many great things. There about are some it good well. things. Um, there are some good things about it. I, I really do like it. The, the star. Uh, oh my gosh, lightsaber battles are so good. I don't know why. What happened? Why did we not get much of that in the newer ones? Like in Episode Eight? Is that what you mean? What? Like lightsaber battles? Yeah. Like Episode Eight was was really good, but. I don't know. I'm just thinking like they only really use great lightsaber battles for it, episode three. Exactly. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> well, episode one was great too, and then the end of two was okay. We'll get, we'll get to that one. Yeah. I have a lot to say yeah. about two. Okay. Um, 
Where's it at on your list? <laughs> <laughs> My number six is Jedi. We talked about it a pretty good bit. That's a good ending to the to the trilogy. You're talking Return. Return of the Jedi. Sorry, yeah, not the last. Oh yeah, I guess there are two. The end with Jedi. Confusing, but mm-hmm. yes, uh, Return of the Jedi. And then once again, Cody. Our number seven is the same. Whoa. Yeah. What is it? The Last Jedi. Okay, let's break it down. All right, I'm going to start off with this. We talked about it a whole lot oh, on this yes. podcast, so we don't have to beat a dead horse here. It is one of the most beautiful Dude. Star Wars. It I is. mean, it's the most beautiful Star Wars film, I think. Yeah. And then after that is Empire. But um, the story doesn't make much sense. Weird diversions for no reason. Weird pacing. Weird pacing. Odd pacing. Um, there's information withheld for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Why Holdo still did not just say, hey, you know, here's what we're going to do. Exactly. Why? It's bad leadership, Holdo. Just admit it. There are po- like, and the, the story is a slow speed chase through outer space. In, in which case, the Star Destroyer could literally go to light speed or, or warp, whatever they call it. That's and Star then turn Trek. around still, and, and turn around. Them? It would take 0.2 seconds to make I don't, complete destruction I don't happen. Get it. it doesn't make any sense. No, it makes zero sense. <sighs> whatever. And, and then. But my main problem with it, we've already talked about this, so I won't go into much detail, was just what they did with Luke's character. If they, this is the culmination uh, of Luke, it was a terrible way to send him off, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion of what I've built him up to be. If, so. if you think of how the Jedi operated in episodes one through three, they're, they're not... Because Qui-Gon is very intact with the living force, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he's about. Yeah. But the Jedi becomes so dogmatic with rules and regulations placed around being a Jedi, that you neglect the Force. You see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So yeah. I can I can understand why Luke is over the Jedi. Okay, I'll tell you my real problem. He got his lightsaber back and threw it off a cliff. If they hadn't put that in there, <laughs> movie I would was, be a whole different category for because me. Because J.J. had something in mind. I know. And, well, and Ryan Johnson was like, Forget nope. you, man. Throw the lightsaber away. If that, it wasn't for that, that was I just, agreed. That was pretty annoying. That and then him drinking the milk out of the thing. <laughs> the green that milk. That was so, un- <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> that was really weird. But um, it, uh, we do beat my it up, worst part about the my, my least favorite part about the movie is all of Canto Bite, which is the casino planet. That's, I don't hate that as much. I do so much. Okay. I, I, it's so irrelevant to the plot. Yeah. They go and they try to get this this code breaker. They get DJ, who turns is a now that part's man. terrible. That part does not make sense, and uh, he doesn't even do anything to the actual yeah. story. I mean, the scene with the father years, which are the, the horses. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's really well done. Yeah, and seeing the creatures is cool on Canto Bight, but the whole point of it to the story is useless. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't hate the fact that they tried a little thing about you know kind of like social justice and like yeah. you know war has its cost and people play both sides. Yeah. It was just so tongue in cheek. Like it was yeah. so in your face. Yeah. And it could have been done much better or yeah. could have been done in 5 minutes. Um but the, the the fight scene with the patrolling guards so well done. Oh yeah, no. I wish there was part. a lightsaber battle but still it was cool that they're fighting them. It was the them. best, yeah. Um how they killed Snoke was really it, it got you. You weren't ready oh, for yeah. it. Yeah. And then how beautiful crate is with the the white sand and mm-hmm. the red surface beneath. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Kay. yeah. That's less shot. We need to keep keep going. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about that for a while. We could. Um, oh, no, do we have a same number eight as well? We do, man. Whoa! All right, we're we're getting close to the, like the last few are pretty soon. Oh, are okay. I don't. I'm still. I'm still L- iffy about the last. Let's stick with number eight. Number, number eight, eight is Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Mm. That's a great sound for that movie. I, enjoy, I really did enjoy it. 
my expectations were really low. I didn't see it till like a week and a half after it released, which for a Star Wars film, that's really late for that's me. That's an eternity. Yeah. I just, I didn't care. I, I liked it. I watched it I opening weekend. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest, people kind of like, Attitudes for movies adjust over time. Depending on what you hear, it kind of reflects or it yeah. changes your own attitude towards it. Walking out of that movie, even listening to people, it was like, oh, that wasn't too bad. You know, some parts didn't make sense, but it wasn't yeah. too bad. But then as time went on, it kind of got this reputation as like one of the worst Star Wars movies. Just Which, I mean, we have it on our list. Just because that, of the, the competition it's up against. Yeah. That's why I think it's... And Rogue One set the bar really high as far as a movie yeah. that isn't yeah. canon or whatever. I Star think the Wars cast movie. did really good in it. Yeah. Um, you you get these explanations of a, a few things like I didn't like how they explained his name. Oh no, that was so stupid. Yeah, who, he, who they would he could have just said, "Hey, I'm Han Solo" at the beginning, and I would have been fine. I hated that. <laughs> it didn't have I really to be. Did not like that. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie. Okay, so that actually brings up some <laughs> things that I have a problem with sometimes. Okay, in movies where Earth is not a place. Earth is not real. Yeah. Earth Earth does not exist. Yes. When people bring in specific Earth things into dialogue, into those movies, it makes me so frustrated. Like what? Like, uh, I don't remember. There was something in Solo. I think it was something about his name. Mm-hmm. Well, there was like, not an American, but there was something very Earth-specific in the dialogue that was like, yeah. that wouldn't make sense for Star Wars. Yeah. Why are you saying that? Yeah. There was something in, I can't remember what movie it was, but it was supposed to be set nowhere near Earth or... Not at all about it. Yeah. And there was some kind of a American saying yeah. thrown in there. And I was like, why would you do it that? It makes no sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, or like having Australian accents with uh, Director Krennic. Oh, I forgot about that. And like there's British accents and Australian accents. And yeah. why is John Boyega doing an American accent whenever he is British? And Daisy Ridley doesn't, right? Yeah. I don't know. It, it makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, I don't know. I, I get the accents more because maybe some planets, they're all speaking basic, right? Yeah. So maybe some planets have different dialects, and Who knows? I, I'm fine with that. But I mean, but it's more like saying, you know, you're as tall as a grasshopper. Or I don't something yeah, stupid I know like that. But I mean, Finn is definitely makes Windu Sun, right? Do you Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed on this podcast. All right, do your number nine, and then we'll get to our last two. Uh, number nine for me, and I cheated a little bit and added this in here is Empire of Dreams, the documentary. This one actually could have went higher. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched it all. It's six hours long. Right? It's a six-hour documentary that, uh, for me, it came with our box set DVD thing yeah. of. Um, the original trilogy, so good. It goes into so much detail about each movie yeah, and about how um, George Lucas essentially had a heart attack trying to direct the first one, fund it. He self-funded the second and th- third ones, I think, and he was essentially and bankrupt the entire time. he sold Star Wars for $4 billion. <laughs> yeah, but he was bankrupt like through that entire... That's so crazy. Even though he made so much money, they cost so much money to make. His, his, yeah. you know, his budget line was zero at the end. Overhead was a little, little high. Yeah, so... Anyway, it is just a great deep look into yeah. all things Star Wars Absolutely. and how they came up with the story and the effects. So it's so good. For sure. And then let's – so you know what our last two are if you've been listening and you know Star Wars. It's between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. I don't, I don't know. Mine switches on a lot on this one. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll talk about each. Um, what is your order, the last two? So we're just going to go ahead. Just go ahead and say it, yeah. Uh, it's Phantom Menace at 10 for me and Attack of, Clone, Attack of the Clones – um, for 11, okay. or 9 and 10 for you. Currently, I have Attack of the Clones at t- uh, 9, and then Phantom Menace at 10. So Phantom's last for you, and then Attack is right last now. for me. Um, it, num- 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Speechless. Mm. Tell you talk about your reasons. Okay, first. I'll talk about mine. Uh, so Phantom. The only reason it edged out for ten is because Liam Neeson do dual do fades, do do and do it was do the do first do. one back from the original trilogy. Yeah, so I just give it a little bit more. Yeah, a little grace. Yeah, forgiveness. Like. Yeah. The Force Awakens has more forgiveness for me. If Hard The races. Last Jedi would have come first or Ryan Johnson, I would have probably given it more grace. Okay. So that's I, the only reason why. Okay. Attack of the Clones is one of the most iconic ones to me and the one I remember the most. Mm-hmm. Just so much of of the dialogue I remember so well. And all and the scenes. Boba, right? Uh, or Django. Django, Django Fett. And um, Boba. <laughs> all the Camino stuff. I mean, I could almost quote this movie. I've seen it so many times. You need to get off the prequels, man. It's. It's because I was raised with them. Yeah. Um, and then Geonosis, the last 45 minutes, is it's, it's a fun fight to watch. Once you get past their dialogue, once again, once you get past them. And that's the weakest part, yeah. is Anakin and Padme. It's so bad. Yeah, everything on uh, Coruscant is like, why are we so good? What is even happening? And, okay, and... Like is Padme? Does she like him or does she? Does she not? She's really hard and hard and cold towards him. And then she comes out in the super seductive dress at nighttime. You remember that scene? Vaguely. Um. It's oh like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Is that where they're back on the boo? I think so. Which hold on. The beginning of the movie starts with her coming to Coruscant from Naboo just to be sent back to Naboo with Anakin because she died. The um, the decoy dies. Remember that plan yeah. lands. Decoy dies. And, it just seems, and odd. then they need a protection, so they hire Anakin and Obi Wan to protect her. Mm-hmm. And then they go find Django, and then Obi Wan has to go find Django. So it's just Anakin and Padme because of that weird bounty hunter, Sam Wessel. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, it's just kind of convoluted. A really yeah. convoluted plot that culminates in this awesome scene of Geonosis. I don't care. Incredible. <laughs> I don't think that thing on Geonosis is even that good. I love Other it. than the clones coming in, that's really cool. But I love the gladiator scene whenever they're fighting the Nexu and the Reek in the um I don't like that. You don't? No, I it like just it. seems pointless. I like it. Yeah. I think it's fun. I'll tell you favorite line of this movie. Do you want any death sticks? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. <laughs> You're gonna go home and rethink your life. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna go home and rethink my life. <laughs> There's so many which weird parts of this movie. Oh, and yeah. then the lightsaber battle with Dooku is so, it's such a letdown until Yoda comes in. Yeah. You know, Obi-Wan's like, all right, we'll, we'll go in together. I'm going to take him now. And Anakin goes and just gets... Like, you could see what he's trying to do. <laughs> it just wasn't done well. He's just an idiot kid. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I love Hayden Christensen, but that movie did not do him well. And wow. I killed yeah. I killed them. I slaughtered them. <laughs> The women and the children too. All of the memes though. Like animals. All of the memes that <laughs> he just hates sand. No, they're so funny. You do get that beautiful shot whenever he does go to the Tuscan village, mm-hmm. and it's a it's almost a one off of the Watchers. It's an old Western movie, and it's a shot of him overlooking the valley in Tatooine. It's a really beautiful shot. But that's about the only. Yeah, game. <laughs> yeah. It, it it has some good parts, but that's for me overall. Once again, it is the very last one. John Williams is a genius though. Whenever at the very end, whenever Anakin and Padme get married, the last shot, it's it's almost a exact shot for shot of episode five, Luke, Leia, three uh, PO, and R two overlooking mm-hmm. the um the galaxy. galaxy. Yeah. It's Anakin, Padme, R two, and C three PO, and whenever you pan up, whenever he gets over the um, Padme's belly, you hear a little like thud of like a heartbeat, and I know it's not there. Really? She's not pregnant yet, but it's just this like. It's really subtle, and it's not like a heartbeat, but it's a instrument that kind of does that. Hmm. So a cool little nod 
to that. Never noticed that. That's because John Williams is amazing. Yeah. Okay, and then Phantom Menace pod racing scene is the best. It gets way too bogged down with politics. Pod racing scene is not the best. Yes, it is. Lightsaber fight at the end is the best part of that. Okay, yes, it is, but I love the pod racing. You can. I, I didn't care for it, but I didn't hate it. I don't know. I loved it so much. I think was there a video game where you had to go through that pod racing thing? There's literally a video game based on pod racing. No, I thought I think it may be in Lego Star Wars or just another random one. There is a scene in Lego Star Wars where you do the pod racing. Anyway, there was one game where I could never beat it, and I think that's why I like get so mad. Cause I'm like, wow, that's I like so the frustrating. Pod yeah, whatever. Um, so that is the definitive <laughs> <laughs> ranking of all. 11 Star Wars movies, if you're Cody? Yes. So where's the holiday special of um, Chewbacca and... It's not on this no, list, no. so we're not counting that. Um, and then, how? what about the shows? How many shows have you watched? Uh, out of all the ones, let's see, I watched a little bit of Clone Wars, maybe a fifth of yeah. just random episodes here and there. Uh, I've been keeping up with The Mandalorian, of course, mm-hmm. and just like two or three episodes of Rebels. Okay. So you're you couldn't even put any input in on that? Uh no, Mandalorian's pretty good. I think it's being rated too high for what it is. Do you right really? Now. Yeah, I just really enjoy it. Yeah, the um, we're at episode six right now. Episode seven drops tomorrow of the Mando. There's not been enough story progression so far for me, um, but I think there's going to be a lot more dropping in the next few days with that. Um, but before we get into watch a binging, Cody, there were some first reviews dropped of Rise of Skywalker yesterday because of the world premiere. You want to talk through those a little bit? Um, yeah, so there were a couple of early ones, just, so I don't think people can technically release an early full review until Wednesday morning. I read that like earlier. a full written review. A full yeah. written review. People have tweets. just been able to post tweets, yeah. thoughts of uh, different things. So these are just bloggers, I guess, or, you know, just people who write different And just people who got to go see the movie, really. people who got to see it on the early release. Yeah. So, uh, I'm just going to quote some of these tweets yeah, here. Yeah, d- do that. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Uh, has everything you want and more, which I don't necessarily think is a good thing. This is Jermaine Lucier. I love parts. I didn't love others. And I'm leaving the theater very, very conflicted about that. In the Gizmodo article that we're reading this from, that is the first one. Yeah. Which is just an interesting way, because they've read a lot of tweets, I'm sure, about it. They let off with that one. But then there are some other ones that said, just got done watching Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. And all I can say is, Wow. Wow and wow. It pays homage to all the films and does a great job of wrapping up the epic story. Phenomenal in every way. So, yeah. There's another one here from the Brandalorian, so he has to be some kind of a nerd. Um, Rise of Skywalker is good. It's big, full of surprises. In the words of Luke Skywalker, this is not going to go the way you think. Now, that one is really interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, Because... I know I probably have some version in my mind of what I think the movie's going to be like and how I think it's going to end. Yeah. And just that kind of throws me <laughs> off so bad, so I don't know how to feel. We'll read a few more. I have, I have another point I want to hit on after I read this one. Um, so I'm not too surprised, which is weird compared to what you just said. Yeah. And at times I felt too much fan service was given. I'm fine with that. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> but Rise of Skywalker is everything and nothing that you're expecting. So Everything I guess, and nothing you're expecting? Yeah. Okay. So I guess my immediate reaction is, God, I love this franchise, and I'll miss the Skywalker Walker saga. Here's the only thing I'm going to say about, not the only thing, of course, but one of the main things I want to say about these type tweets and the early reviews. You get money as a writer of these reviews when people click on your review. Yeah. Your title and your entire article has to be somewhat of a lightning pole. Yeah. 
Like you've got to attract the attention. So you're going to say this didn't meet expectations or this met expectations, but like, this is always the YouTube title. It was great. Except this one big thing. Yes. So you're like, Oh my gosh, what is that big thing? So they're always going to do this no matter what movie it is. I'm just I'm from these. It's it's feeling like another Last Jedi potentially. I with with the split know. between the audience. I haven't seen as much of a split, but I don't, I can't remember all the early reviews. I've seen a lot of people saying they're very satisfied. There's a lot of fan service. It's a massive end, and it answers a lot of questions. That's yeah. what I want. Okay, that's another thing that we've seen with these, that it answers a whole lot of questions. It answers some from the first uh, Force, from Force Awakens, Awakens and Last Jedi. And Last Jedi. I've seen that a lot. So the only, I, I think it's going to be also like, it's going to be the tie end of this trilogy. They've been saying this is the end of the Skywalker saga. This yeah. is the end of this trilogy is what yeah. I'm really thinking. And of course, it's going to pay homage yeah. to all the movies before it because it has to. Yeah. But my thought is they've got to set up something else in the future. So this is going to definitively tie this up and open up more. I don't think it's going to open up more. I think it will. I don't. I, I, I think it's going to tie it up, and I think it's just going to be up to Ryan Johnson, whoever's creating the older public trilogy or whatever's going on next, to just do it. No. I, okay. Last Jedi, one of the best parts of the movie. End of it with the boy mm, on the planet, great, great. and he pulls the broom towards him. We're going to get about that big of a snippet into what could happen next. It's not going to be a full post credit scene, but you're going to get just a little bit of something there's the force is still working. In I could see that, but I still don't think it's going to happen. It will. I think it's going to end game. Put money on it right now. Think about end game. There was nothing at the very end of it. It wrapped it up because they had a movie coming out in three months. Star Wars doesn't. I mean, I'm 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 standing by it. I I think I don't think there's going to be any hint at what's coming next. I don't know. I I just don't know. We'll I, see. We could. I could be completely wrong. I'm but. going to see the movie Friday night. You're going to see it. Hopefully within the next week and a half. Before Christmas, I really hope. So you can see 1917 on Christmas Day. That's yeah. your hope, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else you want to say about Star Wars before we wrap that up? If you are listening <laughs> and you have not ever watched a Star Wars movie. One, how did you get 54 minutes into yeah, this episode? How did you make it through this? This is torture for you. But just sit down, take the time, watch it. There are very few movies, media, where you really need to... Just invest some time into it to get what everyone's and talking about. It. But this is one of them. This Star Wars is the greatest franchise ever made. Like, there's no question in my mind. Star Wars is the greatest franchise ever made. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 will, I will argue about it with anybody. It's the best. I would agree with that. It is my made one of the biggest impacts mm-hmm. in the world. In the world, yeah, of media and just I don't know. It's just it's a great. I don't have a lot of problems in my life, which is great. But it's still just a great escape. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. You know, it, it's just a great escape to go and just be a part of this universe that's far, far away. I, I just, I love everything that George has created. Yeah. And it's just so iconic. It, it, and it's, it is, it is one of the, yeah. I mean, it's one a, of the best. There are a lot of movies I love, but there's nothing compared to Star Wars to me. Mm, I'm about to cry just thinking about the end of the Oh, don't cry. Oh, no. Don't cry. Uh, so, Cody, before. If you're about to cry right now, <laughs> by the time we get to the end of that I'm movie. I'm going to be a, I, I'm gonna cry. You're I gonna legit, be a basket case. I'm gonna be so bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I cannot freaking wait. It's gonna be great for Rise of Skywalker. It's mm, mm, my mm-hmm. expectations are way too high. So Cody, before we go, we got to talk about something. Yeah. What's your binging? Oh gosh, we still do that, don't we? We still do that. After you know, all, we've had technical <laughs> difficulties. We're still doing that. Well, so what you been binging <laughs> for the past two months? <laughs> Okay, well, uh, there's so many different things. But to sum it all up, okay, yeah, sum it all up. 
finished the stand. I think we talked about that we last did. time we were mm-hmm. on the pod. The pod. Podcast, whatever. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be honest, a little anticlimactic on yeah. the end. A little bit. Just the way it's written. Once okay. again, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Stephen King sucks at writing. Yeah, he's terrible. Which that's there's that's an argument to be made there. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, people say, because he just writes so much, and it's yeah. so detailed, and the story's setup is usually pretty Almost good. Almost too detailed? Almost too detailed. Yeah. Um, for random things, things that don't... Don't matter. Matter to the story at all. Yeah. In the first third of the stand, there's uh, like 15 or 20 different stories, and only a third of them make it to the end of the book. They, yeah. Some of them just die at the yeah. end of the chapter. Which it kind of makes sense for the stand, but regardless, did you know there's a movie or a CBS series coming out for the stand? Mm-mm. Um, yeah, it's got like some pretty big name actors, dang, and actresses. You gotta watch that. So anyway, I finished that. Uh, we've just been binging baby books, and <laughs> <laughs> that's been great. And then I've been watching the Grand Tour, okay, which is Tyler has been making fun of me about it. I just don't like cars. Did you ever hear? Speaking of, t- of which, I helped Cody fix his car a week ago for seven hours on a Saturday. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> did you ever hear of Top Gear, though, yeah. on BBC? Yeah. The same guys that did I that. I just don't care about cars at all. It's so funny, though, and I good. I've heard, I've heard Top Gear is really good. Top Gear is good, but this I, I would say just watch this on Amazon. It's a lot easier to get. Yeah. Looking forward to 1917 when it comes out <gasps> on top of Star Wars. Gosh, that's going to be incredible. Lots of movies. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm going to have to go see that with other people. I don't know if Elizabeth will watch that movie in theaters. I'll watch it with you when we get back. But I won't be back to like the second. Well, never mind. I know. I, I need to watch it when I have a babysitter. I think Sarah wants to see it too. Really? So, yeah. I don't, Elizabeth doesn't like horror movies. Well, okay. I know. Yep. I know. All right, Tyler, what have you been binging? So much. I finished It, the audiobook. We finished It and The Stand within a week of each other. We were really close. Yeah. I think I beat you still. I, I liked it. I really enjoyed the book. Stephen King gets bogged down with things that don't matter way too much. Yes. I mean, how was it? So, how would you describe the ending without giving too much away of the book? Weird. A little bit of closure. Um, kind of full circle. Kind of satisfying. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm watching it chapter two now. I started watching it the other night, and Elizabeth's like, I can't watch it all. I just can't do it. So I still have an hour left in the movie. So that stinks. So she, she quit on yeah. you in the middle of she's the like, movie. I, she's like, I can't Didn't do it. Didn't you guys make it through chapter one, the, the first yes. one? Yes. She couldn't finish the second mm, one, though. She couldn't. Okay. I, love her, I love her to death. Love you, dear, if you made it this far. I'm, I'm not making fun of her, but no, it's no, just no. funny. I know. I know. I know. Um, scary movies are not her thing. I'll tell you that much. And then I've beaten two video games since we talked last. Um, Legends of Zelda, Link to the Past, Luigi's Mansion 3 I'm almost done with. Fallen Order. Hopefully getting that over Christmas. Cody's hopefully getting it as well, right? Hopefully. If Sarah's listening, no comment. I, I don't know if I'm getting it or not. I don't either. She, <laughs> Elizabeth asked me the other night, she said, where, where could my mom buy Jedi Fallen Order for Andrew? I said, Andrew already has the game. She said, oh. <laughs> so I think she's buying it for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was a very bad try on her part. Was it or was her mom actually going to buy that? No. Oh. <laughs> no. You still didn't help her though. <laughs> Just Elizabeth's reaction was like, I told her GameStop. Oh yeah. Um and then the show we are watching the most right now, or much through Star Wars, Mandalorian, of course, Mandalorian, love it, is Jeopardy. 
<laughs> You're such an old person. You cannot make fun of me <laughs> for watching the Grand Tour we when you sit there and watch seasons of Jeopardy. Law and Order, SVU, and oh Jeopardy. Oh, my gosh. We were up till midnight watching that. You're Jeopardy. a step away from Days of Our Lives at this point. Oh, no, I will never watch a soap opera. <laughs> never. <laughs> Did you ever watch Jane the Virgin? No, I heard it was good. Oh, it's it's kind of making fun of the soap opera telenovela. Telenovela. Really? Yeah. Whatever. But I think that's all the time we have for you this week on the Culture Shock Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. May the force be with you. Not next week, though. That's Christmas. Oh, yeah. We'll see you the next, next, next week. Maybe. Maybe. Unless we have technical difficulties. Or unless my son is born. Oh, that's true. Cody's having a baby. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.